Our New Testament scripture this morning comes from the gospel according to John. We continue in our stories um, as we read through John in preparation for Holy Week and Easter. We're in chapter 11, and this story is 45 verses long. We're not going to read the whole story, so I encourage you to read it for yourself at another time. We're going to start at verse 17, um, and it goes like this. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was a little less than two miles from Jerusalem. Many Jews had come to comfort Martha and Mary after their brother's death. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, while Mary remained in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask God, God will give you. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Martha replied, I know that he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live even though they die. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She replied, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, God's son, the one who is coming into the world. After she said this, she went and spoke privately to her sister Mary. The teacher is here and he's calling for you. And when Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to Jesus. He hadn't entered the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews were comforting Mary in the house, when the, when the Jews who were comforting Mary in the house saw her, got up, they got up quickly and they left and they followed her. They assumed she was going to mourn at the tomb. And when Mary arrived where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. When Jesus saw her crying and the Jews who had come with her crying also, he was deeply disturbed and troubled. He asked, where have you lain him? They replied, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to cry. The Jews said, see how much he loved him. But some of them said, he healed the eyes of the man born blind. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this is an ancient story. It's an ancient story, but boy, howdy, does it feel familiar to us. How many of us have not had a loved one who was ill and has spent hours praying to God, asking for healing that never comes? I think all of us have had that experience, every one of us. Even from young ages, we have all had that moment where we've realized that the prayer that we're praying isn't getting us the result that we're looking for. All of us have been in that moment where we realize a loved one, a friend, a family member, a parent is not gonna get physical healing. And boy, do all of us know exactly what Mary and Martha are experiencing. And all of us know what Jesus is experiencing, too. We've been on the other side of that story, where it's not our loved one, but a friend's. And we are there to support them and to heal, help them. And they've asked us for prayers, and we don't know what the right prayer is. Because sometimes when you're a little distance from the prayer, you realize that what the person who loves that person is praying for is not, is not going to happen. And so this is one of those Bible stories that we just know. 
we may not know it like the facts. Like you may not have all the names. You may not remember Thomas is the one who says, let's go and see. You may not remember Mary and Martha. You may not remember the details of this story, but you know this story. It's in here. Now Jesus is walking. He's, he's some distance away in Bethany, which is only two miles, which when you walk all the time is not that big of a deal. Uh, many of us could walk two miles if we chose to, even if you, know, you don't walk for a li- you know, very often. That's not an insurmountable distance, and yet Jesus doesn't go until Lazarus has died. And Mary and Martha react in two totally different ways. Martha, who is, who is Martha, runs out to Jesus and meets him on the road and blasts him. Jesus, I prayed to you. I prayed and I asked for you to be here and you weren't here. Anger. Grief that looks like anger. If you had just been here, if you had just come when I'd asked you to come, this wouldn't have happened and I wouldn't have experienced this moment. And Mary stays home. She stays home. She's too overwhelmed by her grief. She stays home and she weeps. And it's not until Martha comes and convinces her to get out of the room. Mary, maybe it's time for you to leave the house. Maybe it's time for you to to move. That she gets up and she finds her anger. She yells at Jesus. Both of them find anger. Both of them experience sadness. Both of them experience what we call bargaining behavior, which is when we trade, we trade somebody for something, right? So we just trade God. God, I promise you I will go to church every Sunday if you will just heal my... God, I promise you that I will give every dime I have in my bank account if you'll just do this, right? Bargaining behavior. Maybe if I had just done something a little differently, you would have done something different. Both of them experienced that. Both of them finally realized that Lazarus has died and there's nothing that they can do about it. And they go through this process. They go through this cycle at different paces, at different times, in different places. And what's so remarkable about this story is that Jesus meets them where they are. Meets them where they are. Martha's in the middle of a dirt road, and Jesus has been walking, and Jesus meets them where they are, right there in the middle of that road, and lets Martha yell at her. Did you notice that? Martha stands in the road and yells at Jesus and says, you should have been here. And Jesus says, you know what, yeah. It wouldn't have changed the situation. It wouldn't have changed what happened. But you should have been here. And Jesus says, you know what? Yeah, you're right, Martha. I should have been here. If only to hold your hand. And Mary comes out and weeps. And Jesus kneels down next to her in that dirt road and sits on the floor with her and holds her hand and weeps with her. There's no judgment about what their process is. There's no concern that they're not handling their grief in the correct way. Jesus doesn't scold them. Jesus doesn't do anything except for sit down in the dirt and weep. He doesn't promise to change the situation. Mary and Martha don't even ask Jesus to raise Lazarus from the dead. They just want Jesus to sit and to weep or to listen to their anger. 
or to acknowledge their desire to bargain with Jesus. And how many times do we experience grief or do we walk through other people's grief with them and their loss with them and tell them how they're supposed to be feeling? Or tell ourselves how we're supposed to be feeling? Well, this isn't what grief should feel like. I'm grieving wrong. I can't tell you how many times I've sat with family members and friends who are concerned that they're not grieving correctly. And I'm here to tell you that there is no way to grieve correctly. You can't do it. You, whatever it is that you're experiencing in your grief is okay. And you don't have to be different than who you are, and you don't have to experience that grief differently than whatever it is that you're experiencing. And it may be grief, and it may be weeping, and it may be nothing, you may feel numb, and it may be bargaining, and you're just going to be okay and, and try to trade things with God, and it may be that you finally accept that. And you may go back to anger later on, that's fine too. And whatever it is that you experience in that moment, you can give to God. Because Jesus meets them in the road and sits in the dirt with them and greets them however it is that they needed to be heard. And it may not change the situation and it may not end up with a different result, but Jesus is going to sit in the dirt with you. So the challenge for those of us who want to follow Jesus, for those of us who want to be in the family of God, for those of us who want to be the Jews who are supporting Mary and Martha, is to let people experience their grief however it is they're experiencing it. And all the times we put limits on other people, of these times we, tell, we think about what they should be doing. I mean, we literally did this. There used to be mourning periods that were literally in the law. You had to grieve for one year and that's it. And then you were expected to get on with your life, right? And we put that rule on people. Like, you're allowed to grieve for a week, and then I need you to get back to work, <laughs> right? Or you're allowed to grieve for three weeks, and then I need you to be a happy person because I'm uncomfortable with your grief. And yes, your grief should not feel as acute a year from a year later. But you're still going to feel it. And that's okay. And you know what, if it's a week or a year or five years or 20 years from whatever that loss was, Jesus is still gonna meet you in that dirt road. And so I invite you to get out of the house and to go to Jesus and to yell at Jesus if you need to or cry with Jesus if you need to or whatever it is that you need to do in that moment, it's okay. Jesus weeps with us. Jesus listens to our yelling. Jesus accepts our attempts at bargaining. Jesus is present. And we've got to get out of the way. And believe it or not, that is the good news of the gospel. Amen. <laughs>